I want to like have like less less conferences and more work. <laughs> okay, like because uh, like ideally, like it's not controversial. Years, trust like, me, it's very ideal. <laughs> It's very ideal. But, uh, to be, to be fair, to be fair, how do we, how do we socialize if not for these conferences? All right, we are live. Gonna come from Singar, Chennai, and uh, Prash is all the way. On the other side of the world, with the colonizers in London. Uh, <laughs> today's guest at, uh, at the Web3 Normies is a uh, is uh, someone who as crypto royalty. This was at a conference that we were all uh, hanging out, and uh, as uh, Ravindra was walking by, uh, you know, this friend of mine said that hey, this is crypto royalty. Do you know who he is? So I'd only heard of you of all the cool things that you've done at Woodstock and Instagram, and of course at Frontier. And then when we finally got to meet who I actually met was a really cool dude that we could sit down and chat with. So uh, it's a pleasure to host uh, Ravindra from Frontier. Good to have you here, sir. Uh, how's it been? I'm glad to be here. Like, um, going good. Okay, like, uh, I, I I still find it funny, like, calling crypto royalty. Like, it's instead, probably, like, we should say, um, has better experience in Web3, something like that. Okay, like, <laughs> see, does it have the same because, because, because we didn't we didn't go through multiple like VM markets. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I think we should all have like stripes when we go there. Like the number of stripes shows how many bear markets you survived, you know. <laughs> in, in are there any Ravindra are, are there any Ravindra specific memes uh, that we have missed? <laughs> no. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Whoever is listening, this is an open challenge to you. You have to come out with Ravindra or and or Frontier memes. <laughs> Actually, if you if you spend time talking to Ravindra, there's so much meme-worthy content. That go out there. Your marketing is sorted. Trust me. All the five people who listen to this podcast will go out and just spread it out like like nobody's business. But anyways. This is great. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, Ravindra has actually been in crypto for longer than anyone that I know uh, in the space and probably perhaps one of the most experienced people in crypto. So uh, my first question to you, sir, is how did this all start? And uh, what, because you've had a career in Web2 before this, how did the Web3 journey start for you? And, uh, you know, how did it start to get right now? Yeah, so um, I started in crypto like way back in 2017 during during the ICO era. Okay, okay, like I I participated in early ICOs. Okay, like starting from Neo. Okay, like Neo was one of my first ICOs where I participated, and then there was uh, there was few other good names, ICX, and a um, lot of other big names. Okay, like so my uh, my journey started in in crypto in a way i have been a developer all my life for the last decade okay i've been developing android uh, mobile products okay i've built multiple products in india where i've scaled it to like um uh, like 25 million downloads okay i've built an app called uh, app called clear trip in india okay which was later acquired by flipkart okay like it has more than 25 users Okay, and I also built multiple products in US. Okay, one of the one of them was 
mm, one of them was right aid right aid is one of the billion dollar company like i built that product through like, through my services company with, where i used to work with so because of my development experience i used to get work to create a smart contract for uh, crowd sale there was a concept of crowd sale in 2017 okay like people used to like start gas war like people used to send ethereum to get participated in icos okay you need to white get whitelisted and then like you'll have to send it in a time period okay it's a first come first server time period that's how like that was that was an era okay like that was an era like i used to get that work okay create a smart contract for crowd sale okay um i i've written i've written probably like um uh, crowd sale and token contract for more than 100 projects in in 2017 2018 okay then then like um, i started working with when when i was doing this icos and stuff i never had any uh, idea about uh, defi okay i was i was there uh, i was there just as a developer who used to get work like it's it's kind of a freelance work but like for the for the short amount of work we used to get paid heavily that's how like it all started okay like people used to pay 10 ethereum like 20 ethereum like it was it wasn't a big deal for one work they used to pay like in ethereum and all wow okay and uh, <laughs> yeah that's that's how it, that's how it started and uh, i still remember the world defi was not um, uh, was not even started even the web3 the world web3 was not even started when when and the when all of those things happened okay and um, i started working with instadap um, probably like uh, much before the the project instadap started okay like i met their team uh, like in one of the hackathons and um, um and one of the hackathons and we we tried to work together and like i was um i had a lot of experience in tech okay i was trying to build the first first version of instadap when i was in instadap and then i while building okay like when when we were working at instadap Instadap was a was one of the coolest um, uh, idea, and it's very simple. Okay, to, if you if you go back to history of Instadap, um, the first product of Instadap was there was fifteen transactions to be sent to create a CDP. Okay, Instadap did like automated that in one transaction. Okay, like to lock your Ethereum and then like borrow die, like you you were supposed to do. 16 transactions okay it was user experience was so bad that was that, that's how instead i've started okay and um, at at that point in time there was only two protocols okay like uh, one was maker down and uh, another one was uh, uniswap v1 okay compound finance came in after after probably after a couple of months okay like not um, uh not in the beginning itself uh, and uh, there was few other protocols like dydx was still doing the early version of dydx and then there was a product called set protocol um these were the ones okay so i started in defi like when the tvl was in um, was at 20 million dollars okay like defi pulse was analytical dashboard at that point in time 
it was slowly getting that 20 million um, and 95 percentage of the volume used to come from MakerDAO, and the five percentage volume used to come from Uniswap uh, for the um, for the TVL. Then compound happened, okay, and that instead of okay, like um, in one of the versions, okay, instead of built a bridge to migrate your position from uh, MakerDAO to compound. Okay, like that was that was a really good experiment to bridge um, 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 bridge bridge one position from one protocol to another protocol. Okay, which worked out really really well at the point in time. Okay, and um, this I've learned a lot of things. Okay, like at, at Instant App about Web3 and DeFi, and most of the connections um, in Web3 definitely I got it through Instant App. Okay, um, like because we were building the product, there was not a lot of products. Okay, we were we were able to get access to most of the founders. We have we have been in touch with them. So going back to my experience of building mobile products and everything I learned about Vectri and DeFi instead of I wanted to build something on mobile and DeFi plus Vectri. That's when I started working on Frontier. Okay, the first version of Frontier like was completely like built by me. Like I built the front, I built the first version, including the back and everything. And then like um, it's 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 a it's a very long journey. Okay, like uh, I started um, probably like April two thousand nineteen. That's when I started. That's when I started the first commit of um, of of uh, Frontier. Okay. Um, like we we released the first version like probably in 2000 uh, 2020 the first month january um then the idea of frontier initially was to build a portfolio tracker okay like mm. uh, there was 10 protocols mm. how do you track your positions across across the protocols right that's that's how it all started okay like like we never had a uh, like we never had a plan to Build the whole protocol uh, and whole whole wallet per se. Okay, mm -hmm. if, uh, going back to history of wallets. Okay, like during 2017-2018, there was there was not even a MetaMask. Okay, like MetaMask came in much later. Before MetaMask, there was something called uh, MyEtha wallet. Mm -hmm. Okay, then there was a fork of MyEtha wallet called uh, uh, MyCrypto as well. So. Um, going back to that history, you you when you create a when you create an account, you used to get a uh, you used to get a PDF with address and private key. Yeah. Okay. Every time you will have to paste a private key in the browser to unlock your um in your wallet and then do perform some of the actions. Okay. So going back to that history, like at some point in time, my little wallet disabled like pasting private key because there was a lot of um some of the extensions were stealing the private key and stuff okay i was myself hesitant to put private key into the, some other wallet hmm. that's why i did not wanted to build a wallet okay like there is already an existing wallet okay people are very familiar with their own uh, way of managing crypto i was pretty sure people will not import the private key and stuff right okay no that that's how it's it all started but later on okay we came up with another concept okay which is called um, um which was called wallet composability 
okay uh, wallet composability meaning like you you do things in in your preferred wallet but um, um, but still do uh, uh, still use frontier for the for the user mm. experience got it okay let's the, the yeah, let's uh, uh, i mean um that that's a good segue yeah that's actually yeah. a good segue no, i mean uh, just one one couple of points no in this uh, yeah. in, in 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 this just before we jump there so um, i was just thinking right so <laughs> Uh, when he mentions that TVL in DeFi was 20 million, right? Not billion, million. Yes. Uh, it, it, it's funny, right? You know, it's 20 million today. Sounds like nothing, but and but we are just barely four years from there, right? And uh, now we are like multi, multi billion. And now when it scales back from like 200 billion to 100 billion, we are like, oh my god, 50% TVL uh, has reduced. But we've been there when it was 20 million. You know, it was just four years ago. Yes. <laughs> Prashant, yes. actually, if you remember, your fund actually wrote a thesis about this, the road, uh, DeFi and the road to $1 billion. Uh, yeah. This was a paper that actually was launched back in 2019, if I remember correctly. And Ravita, did you have something yes. to do with it? Because there were a lot of instances which are written there that you are exactly repeating right now. Which, yeah. uh, you know, seems a little callbackish. Yeah, I think most that, of the work... Where, where did uh, Woodstock overlap with your journey right if you can also elaborate there that will be super interesting because i joined after you had left right so um, i don't have visibility on that either i was i was working with Woodstock parallelly like while i was working with instadap okay like um i knew himanshu like even before okay like i was um i didn't know pranav like initially like i, I have been in touch with uh, himanshu like uh like from 2018 itself Okay, like we have been talking and like uh, on various groups. Okay, um, in 2019, um, okay, like that's when we met for the first time in Delhi. Okay, like in in, in there is a restaurant called Tamasha. That's where we decided to create a fund, uh, like um, um, and go about it. Okay, and a um, lot of a um, uh, lot of things. Okay, like coming from a developer background. To becoming an entrepreneur, like Woodstock has played a really big role. Okay, like in terms of um, my thought process, in terms of um, uh, going and talking to people, I was I was really an introvert. Okay, like I was I was a tech geek most of the time. Okay, like um, um, I was always ready to do build products for some others. Like like in terms of I, it, it was never like idea driven or like thesis driven and stuff. Okay, Woodstock has played a really big role in that case. Like I was working with them parallelly during while working with Woodstock, I built a product. Okay, like uh, where I met we, uh, me, Pranav, and Daval. Okay, Daval was also part of Woodstock at the point. And like we, we went, we we did an event um, with Elrond. Uh, like right now, it is called a different name, Multiverse X. We did a big event uh, through Woodstock. Woodstock was the co-host of this okay like we did an event with Agora and like on that particular night like I showed a demo of like Frontier to like Pranam okay like I have been trying to build this okay like with my knowledge okay that's how it all started hmm. okay and um, even after I started Frontier I was still doing like my role at Woodstock was very simple like I want to like do the technical diligence okay for the for the investments that that also has a background okay of me investing 
through the through the 2017 markets okay like i can i had a knowledge of gauging what are the projects okay like i did not even though it it was not like i have the knowledge of tokenomics and stuff but technically like i was able to gauge because of my entire decade tech experience okay uh, at least for the first 30 projects we stock invested like i was i was um, i was the tech, i i did the technical development okay then we were able to hire like really big team now and then like then i moved out okay i wanted to focus more on so there was a lot of delays in terms of my dependency and stuff that's when like i decided to move on okay this is this is how the whole stock thing started but um which stock is like a is a thing which is day in and day out for me because like we are i'm always in touch with stock most of the time you know i'm seeing a trend in the way in which you describe the way the key problem that instead app was solving the version 1 instead app was solving and uh, your most recent uh, blog post which we will put in the show notes about uh, tx link and uh, mm. wallet co- composability that you had said even at uh, uh, even with instead app you were talking about how it took 15 transactions uh, to you know uh, uh, to lock it and take die out uh, in the similar vein it would be really good to talk about how a portfolio a cross chain portfolio tracker goes into becoming a composable wallet uh, which is frontiers current avatar so talk us through that journey so you built this product showed it to pranav said okay i'm going to do this full time uh, and then from there to where it is now that's an interesting journey that our audience would like to listen to okay definitely okay so like we started as a portfolio a portfolio management tool it was a read tool okay like you just put in your address ravindra crop ethereum you will get all the positions on like there was only four four protocols at that point in time okay and uh, that's that's how it started okay like the whole idea for me was to get notified based on like some of the events which is happening on the block blockchain okay every block which gets mined the state of the protocol gets changed okay um like let's say if if i have a if i have a make out a position if the price goes down which is closer to liquidation there was no way to notify there were there were no tools to notify even now like there are not a lot of tools which will notify you like there, there must be some tools but that's that was that was my initial idea okay like the and another idea would be since it's it's a it's a it's mobile uh, like it's it's a, like money like a financial product i always had a um, um, thesis like it like there will be lot of dependency on mobile in the future okay and we started as a read layer then people started asking me for like i'm i'm reading it like i'm getting a notifications how about can we manage these on the mobile itself okay like uh, like if you see the article which i have shared okay this the first right operation which we did was with one of the product called called uh, d d zap um defi zap hmm. okay defi zap was um was a, was one of the early projects okay like it, it later got merged into another project called defi snap that became zapify oh okay okay so so um what what it used to do is like let's say it used to take ethereum and it used to split 50% ethereum 50% dai and it it used to lock 
lock the, those value into um in, into liquidity uniswap liquidity and the mm. way you can you can keep earning like whatever we call yield yield farming today that's exactly what they did it in one uh, uh, one transaction you just pass ethereum you will get a position in uh, various um, uniswap um, things based on the strategy which you want to do it right okay for that i did it okay like in, in the in the, the link is shared okay that is shown with the example of trust wallet okay like i am able to do this transaction through trust wallet Mm. So this was our first experiment, okay, like which was like we instantly did like more than uh, like more than um more than two million dollar worth of volume. Okay, like two million dollars is not a big deal, okay. Like probably like it's not a big deal now. Like at that point in time, like we went really crazy, okay. Like if people are willing to do transaction worth two two million dollar worth through a wallet. I think we should definitely pursue um, wallet. Okay, that's when we started, and um, the idea of frontier. Okay, to, uh, we were always forced to become like like forced to build our revenue model in B two B manner. Okay, like it's 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 like it could happen naturally, like to us. Okay, like I. I did find a product market fit. Okay, like there is there is a market for this wallet, but we didn't know the revenue model. Okay, like for the existing revenue model, like most of the wallet support wallet has is charging a fees on the wallet and um, uh, charging a fees from the trade, charging fees from staking, so on and so forth. But our initial I uh, like business model was always to like charge uh, charge businesses. To integrate into mm. our wallet, mm. okay. Like protocols used to come to us. We have one USP of Frontier was from day zero. We had a lot of ways using our product. Right. Okay, that was that was really helpful for us. Okay, that was really helpful for us. We like we we kind of use that user base to get more business and revenue. Okay, we have just before you never charge. Yes. Yeah, just to double click on that. How did this happen? Did you ever like were you able to attribute something to why whales came to uh, use Frontier Wallet? The biggest reason would be like we were early, like we were early, like um, and okay. uh, we were early in DeFi. There was no wallet, there was no portfolio tracker, there was no Zapper. Okay, there was right. no D Bank. D Bank came in like probably one year later. Right. Okay, like that. Like it's. The 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 number of people like who used to used to be in DeFi was very very small. Okay, there was a Telegram mm. group. Okay, okay, where all the founders like was part of that group. Okay, um, and I um, I really have really fond memories of that group. Okay, like most of the discussion about DeFi used to happen in that group. Are you still on that group, sir? Yeah, like it's it's an open group. Okay, there is also a closed group. Okay, like where. Sure. Um, Share invite, sir. Please. <laughs> I think I think it's like an open group. Like I had to put it in. You can go through the history. Yeah. So so coming back to this, you were just you figured out a serious problem and you solved it earlier before other people did, uh, and that ensured yes. that all the big hitters started using using Frontier, right? Yes, and also I I kind of shared it with a lot of people to ask for uh, feedback because I knew so many. Early founders in DeFi, 
I used to share it with them. Okay, like um, uh, like uh, uh, is this is this useful and stuff. Okay, like all of that probably happened just because of like our experience with Instadap, the the network which I built through Instadap and Oatstock. Okay, so, that, um, that really helped us. See, I mean, um, no, that that's great, man, and that's wonderful insights in terms of how you were early, how you have been transitioning this product, right? Um, where we are right now in the wallet space is that oh, uh, it's it feels from the outside that it is way too cluttered and crowded now, right? Uh, with a lot of wallets, a lot of aggregators, um, uh, even like multiple zappers are out there, like Zerion, etc., as well. And um, you know, um, to me, wallet looks like. Um, an entry point, a top of funnel for like a lot of users to get into uh, on-chain activity. It's the gateway. Um, and also at the same time, you know, a wallet can be a place which can become like a super app, like a WeChat over a period of time, right? Um, from your perspective, how do you think like the wallet journey goes on from here? Um, and how, how does Frontier think about um, staying on top of their game when it is so cluttered? Yeah, like uh, okay, like we we have done a lot of research based on the data which we have collected. Okay, on this. So my my uh, my idea, my um, my thoughts is around like how do we broaden access to Web three? Okay, um, I know it's a gateway. Like wallets are the gateway. That's where you start if you want to do something on Web three. Okay, but the biggest hurdle. Is, is is still still like not resolved okay like for example the biggest challenge almost everybody faces in web3 is on ramp the big another biggest hurdle is private key and the, and the cfa management okay we have to solve for these things okay like people people are like people want decentralized system okay like but they don't want anonymous system okay they are they are happy to like like if 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 we have a, if there is a seamless on ramp they are okay to do kyc with that particular service okay like if we can solve those things okay right now if you if you take defi okay like defi and web3 per se there hasn't been a lot of innovation uh, like in terms of what potential it has okay like we are at a stage where we are just doing replication of what trade for had okay we had a borrowing concept of borrowing we built a borrowing protocol we had a concept of lending we built a lending protocol some of the outlying uh, innovations in web3 would be one one thing would be the flash loans flash loan is something which nobody can imagine in the traditional finance okay and another another big innovation in defi would be um, um, would be around uh, like DeFi Legos, okay? Like how in one transaction you can interact with ten protocols, and these are these are these are very very big innovations which, which nobody can imagine in in uh, in TradeFi. So the point what I'm getting into, even to get people exposed to these basic DeFi protocols. Okay, we need to solve for the first two steps. Okay, like the, the private key management, solving the private key management, and solving for the easy on ramp. Okay, once we solve this, like then we can expose expose the like DeFi protocols. Okay, the easiest DeFi protocol which we can expose it to mainstream users would be, uh, like probably lending. Okay, like say like um, 
um, like going back to the last year, like so many projects went down. Okay, like most of them, uh, most of the funds were like part there to earn yield. Okay, if you can give a gateway where you can earn yield and also have control, how you can uh, like whenever you, you how you can withdraw it whenever you want, that will be a really big deal for mainstream users. Right. Okay, like mainstream mm. users don't trade a lot. Okay, like until uh, until yeah. unless okay, like uh, there is there is some some things. Okay, this is this is this is where wallets will play a really big role. Okay, like and um, I, I mentioned okay, like we have done a lot of research on like how we can improve the improve the adoption. So, what is one only one way which has worked in terms of user acquisition in Web three right now? Which is airdrop. Okay, airdrop. Like, it's. Uh, what do you feel about whether, that? Whether... <laughs> I really wanted to ask. What? Uh, what do you feel about that? I think it has a really big power of incentivization, but there has to be some iteration to it. Okay, let's say um, right now, most of the airdrops happens in such a way. If user has done uh, this transaction before this date, you'll get this much amount of tokens as an airdrop from protocol. Okay, this should be done in a much better way. Okay, like you'll get an airdrop. Okay, you will you will earn it over a period of time. The more you interact with our protocol, you will earn it. You'll unlock it. Something like that. Like the airdrops has to evolve. Okay, airdrop has to evolve. Okay, like that's that's mm. something which wallets can solve okay like so because as Prashant mentioned it's a, it's a gateway any any user acquisition channel okay any new innovations airdrop forming or uh, uh, like community forming whatever which you can do it has to happen through through the wallet space okay this is this is yeah. my my thinking so Prash, and, I, I just wanted to just wanted to kind of contrast it right like I, as a vc as investors we're always thinking about what it can be. And Ravita had such a builder answer to that. He's like, guys, let us solve the first two steps first. Get this experience working, right? Before we start dreaming about what uh, yeah. you know, the super apps that come out of this. But Ravindra, on that question, right? Uh, sorry, Prash, did you have a question to ask or should I continue with the flow? No, no, yeah, ju just just on that only, right? I mean, um, I guess he's, uh, Ravinda, you've been pretty vocal on uh, certain points, right? Like account abstraction, which goes to the meat of user onboarding. And uh, I guess MPC, which goes to the meat of uh, key management, right? So uh, um, I'm, I'm just sensing that, you know, you've been vocal about that to kind of address these two points, right? And I uh, would love to understand how Frontier is looking to solve for these. Uh, look, I mean, these are definitely, uh, you know, uh, pretty obvious points which uh, need to be solved for wallets to become more manageable. Um, so would love to get your, uh, you know, uh, thoughts on that. I have like a few more follow-ups, but I'll just hold on to them <laughs> because this seems in sync with what you just uh, mentioned. Got it. Yeah, okay, like, Raghu, you have any, any other questions or can I go ahead with this? He stole my question. I was also going to ask you about account abstraction <laughs> and NPC only, but I have some follow That's next step, right? <laughs> okay. Okay, like, um, um, account abstraction has been there from, like, uh, like um, has been there from 2019. Okay, it's, it's definitely not the first 
it, it's it's happening recently okay um the concept of proxy contract okay like uh, for a wallet was created in the beginning like when the maker of product was created okay and uh, then um, there was there was some project called authorium okay they are, they also had created a smart contract wallet long time back and there was there was instant app they created t5 smart accounts and argent created uh, like social recovery smart contract wallet and um, uh, all, all, along with all of these lines there was also um, one big successful project in, in terms of npc is zengo okay they 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 did it really really well in terms of like onboarding users in a very simplest way like anybody can start using crypto okay like um, um in zengo okay um my biggest i am i'm i'm very happy about all the all the latest latest hype about account abstraction but one thing which i'm which i would like to tell everybody is like this has been there for quite some time it's not something new okay but this is this is becoming an hype thing like now more eyeballs will be coming um coming to like account abstraction okay the way i see it okay account abstraction will help a lot in terms of user experience okay for example let's say uh, you you need to do two transaction to do swap okay like in in the normal normal experience like one is to do approval and then one is to do like do the transaction in the actual protocol okay like such such multiple steps can be eliminated in account abstraction okay like that like account abstraction can help in a lot of ways in terms of user experience okay and also account abstraction will also enhance user experience in terms of abstracting the gas okay the gas abstraction has been has, is really really important okay because okay i i still remember there was a there was a, um the concept of learn and earn has been there from the time when balaji singh watson created earn.com okay like they they did the first campaign like uh, to learn makerdao when you learn makerdao you used to get 10 dollars like as a other reward okay like going back to history of it you you get 10 dollars but you can't do anything out of it because there is no gas there was no no way to get the gas okay like so in terms of user experience like account abstraction has been playing a big big role but in terms of privacy management we just we uh, the only way the only way is mpc okay so the solutions coming out of the solutions which is coming out of only account abstraction will not solve for mainstream okay we have to solve for both mpc plus account abstraction mpc is is a is a layer zero like for the wallets okay like they uh, like that is that is at the signature level account abstraction is at the user experience level okay like how many transactions you want to do and what what kind of a gas you want to do and all of that okay that is can that you is uh, my, can just spend a minute on like um, explaining explaining mpc you know um, in terms of what does it mean for a layman and uh, you know um, why do you think that like that that solution has to be that problem has to be addressed to make 
key management a lot more uh, efficient okay being being in wallet industry like um, uh, like so like being in wallet industry for four four years now one observation is okay most of the phishing phishing attacks and uh, and and most of the lo- loss of funds happen happen on approval of users okay it has it has, like if we just visit a phishing uh, phishing website like you will will not lose a fund okay like we we either user approves by mistake or there will be some kind of a uh, private key leak okay like the the moment you have the concept of private key you have to manage it you have to manage that private key very securely okay but um so the whole why do we need private key like in blockchain to find a transaction okay like to 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 find a transaction so mpc comes up with a like different way okay there is no concept of private key in with mpc okay like mpc like it's a, it's a multi party computing where you have to give like it is it is almost similar to like how multi sig work okay you have to have a signature uh from multiple people okay like to get the final signature okay three people have to confirm let's say like if there is a mpc with three comma three quorum okay like all three people have to say like i'm i'm approving these things okay there is those are called as like authorized signatures okay but they don't they don't have the private key there is no concept of private key in mpc okay like if simplest way to explain mpc is just imagine you are withdrawing fund from binance okay most of the exchanges uses mpc okay what are the like, let's say when when you are uh, using um, binance what is how does mpc work say um a withdrawal when you initiate a withdrawal that is a request okay on on putting up your uh, um authentication code that is one of the signers on putting up your email code that is one of the signer so there is multiple authentication which has to go through to to perform a withdrawal in in binance it's exactly similar to that okay there is no single point of failure okay like private key is the once you lose it okay you will lose it everything okay like the the moment you have a private key you have a very big liability to keep it very safe which is which is close to impossible okay like it's somehow like we will miss it somehow we will miss the uh, we will we will leak it at some point in time in future okay but the multi uh, npc will have like much more power okay and npc is given by the policies okay policy is let's say um you can define a policy okay let's say like i have five authorizers okay like i want at least three authorizers to perform any transactions in particular wallet yeah okay like zengo zengo is in in a very seamless way so if i have to now kind of bring that back to frontier right so is it something that i it's a wallet layer that i can build uh, uh, you know it's a very composable wallet layer which has account abstraction benefits for the ux side of things and mpc benefits for uh, the security side of things for any dapp that is eventually built on top of this would that be a 
you know albeit reductive way of describing what frontier is today frontier is, is still the power user product okay like um, we are moving towards uh, moving towards a product for uh, mainstream users the main reason why we built for power users was okay like you go check whatever the tvl like are in defi like in various aspect of web3 all of these volume has come from the users who knows how to manage their private keys how to manage their wallets and stuff okay like that's when that's why we start we built the product for power users existing power users we wanted to get validation there okay like before we go on to like that the buzzword which is like like onboarding and billion users it's it's there is no infrastructure yet to to onboard yeah. the next billion users okay like um, so if you if you think of our abstraction itself there is so much hype okay because it works seamless it works really well but what is the first thing which you will teach to like any new person like when when you want to teach crypto how to create a wallet and send and receive money on it what will you receive it sorry what do you want to receive like uh, like you want to receive uh, um, what will you suggest to like let's say like do you suggest which which um, which asset to as a first asset i think at least when i'm describing crypto to uh, normies outside of us it's usually on stable coins for them to figure out that okay there is a unit of value and it can be stored on a wallet that you completely control which is uh, yeah which is which is which is generally worked for an from an explanation standpoint yeah makes sense so, so we are we are missing out on a very very big thing when when everybody talking about our account abstraction okay uh, which is okay like if we want to onboard people into crypto we need to teach them bitcoin first mm. okay account abstraction you you can't use account abstraction on bitcoin yeah okay like bitcoin is something that is where like the end, everybody's journey start okay then comes stable coin then comes defi then comes everything yes. else yes okay this is not possible with account abstraction that's right okay so like is the point you're making yes so so is the point you're making that yes, it's a great it's it's a great innovation but limited to the evm space and before this really EVM starts space, to yeah yes sorry go and finish i feel um, like you'll have a better way of finishing it you want have a point like from um, no 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 i, I was just saying go on, like, go on. you finish it you finish it i yeah. had a point but i will come uh, uh, come on after you finish your point i want i want, let's say we onboard anybody into web3 like we want to we want to like get them exposed to btc first and then do everything else right. okay if btc has been the like driving force of web3 and crypto okay like we have to start there okay like anybody who wants to build a wallet, so, yeah. wants to build a wallet you have to start with btc that's that's that I, I, I think i think that was for me is like stop with your stable coin nonsense get people to stack sats first and then we can get to the yeah, yeah I, I was uh, i was a bit surprised you said stable coin because to me anyone hmm. who's coming into crypto uh, my introduction point to them has been bitcoin and or ethereum right that is pretty much hmm. where i always uh, started from um just one one the couple of questions the first one is uh, specific to frontier so um 
you guys do like um is um you know um what type of chains do you guys cater to uh, on frontier right uh, as for the power users and um, also is this like a wallet wallet on its own or can it be a gateway for people to use other types of wallets like uh, metamask and phantom etc as well so we have both okay for the last question we we we, we, we you can also import your wallet and you can also connect your existing wallet okay like wallet to wallet communication is also part of it and um, um, can you repeat the first question i forgot like um, yeah what all chains do you guys cater to because you speak about bitcoin right we, so i was just very curious what all chains yes. so we have been chain agnostic and multi chain from day zero we are we are we are never like maxis to any anything like right now we support more than 65 chains okay we support evm evm ecosystem lot of evm chains we support um, we support cosmos based chains we support polkadot almost all the all the all the like major chains which we support also bitcoin we don't support bitcoin okay is there, is there like i mean that that's an interesting ecosystem for me now post ordinals because a lot of work is happening on the wallet side etc so is that something you guys will be looking at as well definitely yes okay but um to, to enable bitcoin wallet it's, it's not, not a lot of work okay because we have already have the wallet yeah. infrastructure okay but um but the way we traveled okay like uh, like in a, in a wallet space initially we 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 positioned ourselves as a front page for defi okay like we wanted to do a lot of things on defi 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 and then there was there was this taking ecosystem in cosmos like we we kind of started doing some of the things on cosmos okay but but going forward like when we are like pushing a product to mainstream okay like we will definitely have the first step to have a btc got it um just another threat i wanted to like get your quick views on right um in this ecosystem so you um, uniswap came up with its own wallet right now it's um, dydx has its own wallet so if you look at if you um, look at the statistics um 90% of the volume or tvl in uh, in in defi i guess you know a big proportion of it goes through like only four or five apps uh, like your uniswap dydx you know even in nfts it's probably you know now a blur for instance right so and these guys are all starting up making their own wallets how do you um, how do you think about uh, something like that like um, um is that uh, a complimentary thing to you guys is that a threat and you know will that will that also see a lot of take up or do you think um, wallets is where uh, people enter as opposed to apps plus wallets okay like that's a really great question okay like i was asked about this question in a different way like um, in, in, during like when i was in denver okay like i went to denver like in, uh, recently so the question was okay like it was slightly different okay like when there are so many big players like why why are you guys still building it okay because there is metamask there is phantom okay there is there is lot of other projects why are you still building it the starting point is as cz says okay like cz says in his twitter thread only like 5% of the world population has touched crypto as of now okay mm. we definitely like need like as per cz like he says we need more exchanges we need more legit exchanges we need more legit wallets 
okay like going back to the question itself okay like um it's it's still a long way to go like there is no clear winner there is a, it's it's never it's not like a wallet war per se okay but okay but still we need more and more wallets okay like in, in in various contexts okay if you if you if you go if if you see, if you consider one of the product one of the wallets called math wallet okay math wallet yeah. which is really famous like in uh, in china which has a very very lim- limited features okay like you can store you can transfer you can um, uh, you can't do anything else okay but even then it's very popular in china okay like so the, how did it become so popular it's a regional wallet okay in in wallet there is also a sub subsection okay like there will be a regional wallet okay there there will be defi wallet then there will be nft wallet then there will be metaverse wallet there is so many other things so ultimately what i feel is okay then there will be a super app the concept of super app will come out okay see if you see uniswap okay um uniswap building a wallet i know like there is like there, there is a they'll get great stats they'll get 1 million downloads and all of that okay but most of the users cannot use one wallet for just one operation okay like like if you want to do that like let's say um it, you will have to have like 25 different apps okay that's that's not going to work in the long term okay like that's not going to work when the mainstream kicks in okay we are all too early we are all just building it for the power users when the mainstream user kicks in then we need more wallets okay like mm. more wallets and more preference more options all of this will come into play okay and uh, another biggest catalyst in wallet space is security okay let's say okay let's, um, it's very very hard to get a um, get a security like i can't i can't force anybody to like import their key phrase into like frontier okay like it's it's it has to come naturally like saying like these people have been there in the industry for quite long and the good amount of ecosystem are already like talking about these project that's so it it, it is definitely legit to create the legit certificate it, it, we need a lot of time okay like uniswap dydx they are really good at building protocol itself okay but mm. wallets to build wallets you need to have knowledge mm. of protocol as well as building building a mobile app as well it almost sounds like the multi chain uh, argument right like there are going to be chains that are good for some things and there are going to be chains that are good for others and i think it almost feels yeah. like a parallel uh, explanation to that with respect to wallets you know ravindra uh, we also know that you're, you you've actually backed and supported a lot of uh, startups at their uh, at their very early stage so very curious to know you know uh, and of course you've probably seen the you've done the ico thing which is the absolute wild wild west you've done the fund thing which is super straightforward and then now you're also known as a prolific angel right now and you've backed some really great projects in the, in uh, in your uh, in your life as a as an angel investor so what are those three things that you look for when a founder uh, is buying the investor on the cap table i think it, it goes back to the thesis of um, thesis there is no thesis okay like a founder um, 
<laughs> going back to my my own struggles okay like um, my own struggle it's it's really important okay like um, if you if you go back to the history sandeep has helped help us in a lot of ways okay like he yeah. he, he he doesn't he doesn't contribute he didn't he not he not help us on daily basis he not help us on 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 a like significant like in terms of contribution but the help wherever the wherever he did was really important okay the way he backs people like um, is is really good okay like it's i i like i definitely like have really good sense on the like, technical knowledge how this project will work if somebody has somebody can build it or not and stuff but it always goes back to the struggles which i went through yeah okay like uh, it wasn't straight forward okay when we started okay like it was not straight forward to raise funds but it was not straight forward to like create an entity it was not straight forward to create a legal structure and all of that okay that is something right now probably like we have like projects like builders tribe who are the or the different way to showcase the progress of projects to get hmm. showcase in public and get showcase the updates of the projects to public to get interested but at that yeah. point in time there was not a it was it was like a dead end okay like we didn't know what to do okay like you build a product what what can how can we how can we do things next was never never a thing okay my my thesis would be like i always like check the technical details of it okay like i always want to be sure about technical details if i'm i'm like i'm happy with the technical things like i don't i'll, I'll not do anything else okay like i'm happy to invest at the very early stage let's that's really nice to see also both prash and i had a smile on our face when you said that there is no thesis i wish more people were honest about it and it is mostly founder driven <laughs> the absolute absolute holistic but anyways my grievances can be aired later uh, so um, you know ravindra you you had like some crazy experience right like uh, from uh, you know investor mobile developer you know defi og of sorts that's another word that you, you must really despise right og you probably get that come your way quite a bit uh, then there's the uh, investor then with frontier there's just so many things that that, that you have done right now what is your wish for crypto say maybe 3 years from now hey, 3 years from now we get back on this podcast and we are chatting what is the world that you wish has happened by then for crypto uh, and uh, what is that world that you would like to see first thing would be confidential like a uh, controversial like would be like i want to like have like less less conferences and more work <laughs> okay like because uh, like that ideally like it's not next years, trust like, me it's very ideal it's very ideal but, uh, to, be, to be fair, to be fair how do we how do we socialize if not for these conferences no but but like the frequency has become really that's too much big, yeah. like all of the frequency has high frequency is really high and ideally like in the next few years okay uh, what what i want to see okay like uh, is some of the like some of the things in terms of clarity 
for the regulation uh, regulations on how things should work that is one important thing which which i want to do and um, because there's so much uncertainty for projects on the on the regulations okay yeah. which is very bad okay and uh, um, other other things would be like more more infrastructure to be built okay right now we are at a stage where we are building fmtp uh, like we we'll have to have a moment where the gmail app can build on that thing right okay like the protocol smtp is ready like we have to build gmail on web3 okay like whoever has experience whoever has like built good product so far they have to build some of the infrastructure work for the for the mainstream adoption when the entire like mainstream comes in i think uh, okay. i think i probably i i forced thinking of three but i think all three were really really good points i think one was uh, less conferences and more work <laughs> two is uh, better clarity on regulations i don't know which is which is actually the right way to look at it i don't know if it is positive or negative i need to know what it is which which is yeah. not which is not and then the third bit is more infra which is actually a very very good point we have a lot of projects that come to us saying that you know how much more infra you need to build but then at the back of your conversation it's very clear that we are nowhere close to being actually to go out there and achieve a billion users uh, on the on the platform yeah you i mean know, um, i think so, 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 so. really yes then. should i go yes <laughs> no, no, I, i feel oh. like he was going to say something spicy let him say it now <laughs> go for it ravindra <laughs> <laughs> okay so um when when raghu said billion billion users right so i mentioned these three points okay like these three points will onboard 1 million developers okay those mm. developers will bring 1 billion users right to build 1 1 million developers to bring in 1 billion uh, developers we want these these clarity okay regular even lot of people are haven't come to web3 because of the regulatory uncertainty okay yep. like that's very very good and then when there is better infrastructure then there will be more work for developers okay when there are more 100%. developers build more more things then then we can bring in like one billion users 100% i think that's a very very good clarification to make that the builders bring the users and so work on the work on helping the builders sorry prashu was saying something no so when, when uh, ravindra mentioned right uh, cc's point that um, less than 5% people have uh, touched crypto um, if you look at the latest state of crypto report from a16z then we are at the at an all time high of uh, daily active users on chain and that number is around 15 million sorry it's not daily active users it's number of active wallets okay so the active number of users may be slightly lower but anyways that's at 15 million right and this is an all time high 15 million now is 0.2% of the world population <laughs> you know that is on chain so um, when you when you say uh, 5% that's only people who have like mostly gone to centralized exchanges and have like come into crypto from a speculative standpoint right but on chain no. is it, it's still so so no. early it's unbelievable it's true. it's true i i agree the on chain is only on chain is lot of lot of existing power users but when i say it's just only 5% is just heard of it 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like only five percent of the population has heard of crypto. Okay. Not a lot of people have heard of it. In terms of how many, how much percentage of the population has used crypto? It's probably like I don't know. It's probably one percentage of it. One percent of the population. Yeah. Right. Still early. Fair enough. Yes. I mean, also, just because there is an incumbent in your space doesn't mean that you shouldn't build a product. Uh, that competes with Correct. it if you have a if you have a unique way. And I think on that note, it's actually a very very good time to uh, you know close the close the podcast from the standpoint that uh, Ravindra has actually left us with some really good messages to uh, to take away. One is that more devs means more users, so focus on more devs. Uh, and then more importantly, uh, I feel like the current state of the infrastructure is probably the one thing that I will absolutely take away from this podcast, that we are nowhere close to actually achieving the goals that we currently talk about. But on that note, Ravindra, thank you for being an honorary normie right now. So you're one of us now. And uh, uh, we would love to have you on this podcast uh, at a later time when Frontier has done the things that we've spoken about uh, right now. So excited. Thank you so Definitely. much for joining us.